breaking news edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, and I'm joined by the big man at MMAOddsBreaker.com, the leading MMA odds maker in the sport, Nick Kalikas. Brian Okamoto just tweeted like 10 minutes ago, Nick, that the Conor McGregor versus Donald Cerrone fight is official for UFC 246 January 18th in Las Vegas. The fight will be contested at 170 pounds. The fight's official, according to Dana White. Uh, finally got done. I brought Nick on today because we're going to break the opening odds for the fight. We're going to give our initial reactions to the fight. Um, Nick, do you want to start with your initial thoughts on the fight and then get into the odds? Sure. I mean, my initial thoughts, I guess, overall for this fight matchup, it's it's a good one for Conor McGregor to, Gregor to come back to. Donald Cerrone, I think, deserves this spot as well. I mean, he's with his tremendous UFC career. I mean, he's a true fighter. So I, I'm glad he's getting the opportunity to make the kind of money he deserves at this point and getting kind of that... I mean, that mega fight that everybody wants at Conor McGregor. And then, again, for Conor's sake, we haven't seen him compete for so long that I think stylistically this is a great matchup for him to come back to. So hats off to the UFC. Hats off to everybody involved. I think this is a great fight. Yeah, I, I like the matchup too. It makes sense, Nick, you know, because to me it's like a lower risk fight for Conor to come back to. Uh, don't get me wrong. I would have rather seen him fight Justin Gaethje. That would have been my dream fight. But I just feel like Conor's or Cowboy's a bit of a more winnable fight. Cowboy's a little bit older right now. Um, coming off the couple uh, knockout losses there in his last two fights. So to me, it's it's more of a winnable fight. It's a fight that's been rumored for a little while now. It's a fight that makes a lot of sense. So as far as the style matchup goes, it's a really good fight. Two guys that are probably going to stay in the feet, stand and bang. If it goes to the ground, I, I, I would probably favor Donald. I mean, I, I think you'd have to. He does have a really underrated ground game, good wrestling, good submissions, as we know. But Nick, I think it's going to probably stay in the feet, and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, I'm excited for the fight. It's only like six weeks away, so these guys obviously are going to be and their training camps almost immediately. The fact it's at 170, Nick, is something that I think really makes it intriguing. We have seen Connor fight at 170 in the past, in the Nate Diaz fights. Uh, Cowboy obviously had a lot of success at 170. His last couple of fights at 155 maybe didn't go so well, but he's had a lot of fights and experience at 170. So I think that is kind of something that could maybe play a factor in the fight, but overall, just a really fun matchup and uh, a great main event. I'm assuming it's going to be a huge pay-per-view for the UFC. All right, so I want to talk about the opening odds, Nick. Uh, you're going to break the odds right now. Go ahead and, and tell the audience what the opening odds are for Conor McGregor versus Donald Cerrone. My opening line personally is going to be minus 275 for Conor McGregor. The comeback on Donald Cerrone is going to be plus 215. So I think that's a fair spot. I mean, lines have been floating around a little bit before the matchup was announced when all the rumors, you know, start circulating a little bit. And there's sports books out there that open around minus 160. I think that's far too low. The betting line is going to get bet up. So if there is books that have under two to one right now, if I was you guys, I'd go out and pounce on it because once the opening line really officially hits sports books here, I'm going to send mine to betdsi.eu here shortly. So that's going to be one of the first spots that has it up. So make sure you guys get over to betdsi and uh, log in and check those guys out. Um, they will have the line up. And again, it's going to be minus 275. But again, if there's places out there that have it under two to one, I think that's kind of a mistake. It's a little bit too low. I think it's going to get bet up. So I would take advantage of that. It is an interesting matchup, though. I mean, it's not going to be an easy fight, I think, for either guy, obviously. But I do think Conor McGregor should be a solid favorite because the best path for victory to me at least for Cerrone is definitely getting this fight to the ground and trying to submit uh, McGregor on the feed I think Cerrone definitely has a shot but McGregor probably picks him apart and hurts him so I mean that's his path to victory if he can keep it on the feed he probably wins and wins in impressive fashion at least that's my early take as we progress and get a little bit closer to fight time I'm going to dig a lot deeper and try to get as sharp as I can on this fight obviously but the opening line I think is at least fair at around minus 275 for Conor McGregor 
Yeah, there were some lines floating around there, Nick. Um, some of them opened at minus 160, some of the online places. It seemed like a little bit low. We all know that the public loves going in on Connor, so uh, I'm not surprised that your line. I think it's much more accurate uh, representation of the fight itself. Now, I want to ask your thoughts on the fight being at 170. How do you think that maybe changes the matchup? I mean, I think both of them are comfortable at that spot right now. I, I think for Conor McGregor coming back with the time off, I, I, honestly, he's probably gained a little bit of muscle mass. He's probably gained a little bit of weight as he gets older. So I think 170 is definitely going to be a better move for him right now, coming back you know, after the time off, like I said. And then again, for Cerrone, he's been bouncing back and forth. Of course, he had a successful, pretty successful run, I'd say, at 170. And of course, you know, he was been a warrior 155. So I think this is just a comfortable fight. And especially, it's coming up soon, man. I mean, it's you know not too far off, like you said. So I think the, the weight is okay, and it's not going to really matter that much for either guy because both of them could realistically, as we know, fight at 155 pounds. So I think at 170, it's not going to impact the fight all that much. Yeah, for sure. Um, as far as Cowboy goes, he he's getting a little long in the tooth, Nick. Uh, I think he's like 35, not 36 years old, coming off a couple straight losses here. Uh, but you did you do think it's a winnable fight for him? Uh, if you if you see the fight playing on his favor, do you think it would? be on the ground if that's is that how you're assuming he would win the fight i think so i mean i, I think realistically at this point of his career i don't think Cerrone is going to be able to take what Connor dishes out on the feet. I think Connor's very smart. Um, I think he's going to dig to the body. We all know Cerrone has had some issues in the past with those body shots as well. And and just the, I mean, the power. Everybody seems to forget. I know there's been a, lot, a little bit too much disrespect actually about Connor McGregor and, and where he is at this point of his career right now. But in a true striking matchup, he's one of the best strikers I've ever seen grace the octagon. I mean, there's no doubt about it. The guy's a special striker, and I think it's just stylistically a nightmare matchup for Cerrone at this point standing up. I think he can look okay, but eventually. Uh, Connor will get the timing down to put him out on the feet. So I do think, yeah, he needs to get this fight to the ground. And on the ground, there's no question who's the better fighter. I mean, Cerrone is levels above Connor McGregor. Even though Connor's getting better on the ground, not even close. He won't survive with uh, Cerrone on the ground. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that completely, Nick. I mean, it could look like the, the first Nate Diaz fight if it does hit the ground. Who knows, right? Um, my next question to you, obviously, Connor hasn't fought in over a year now since the Habib fight. It's been kind of a crazy year for him. A lot of stuff outside the cage, Nick. Uh, a lot of <laughs> stuff going on that, uh, you know, not so great uh, to hear about him. How do you think that stuff would affect his performance inside the cage, considering the layoff and also just the way he's been, uh, you know, perceived in the media and stuff like that? I think that he's going to use it as motivation. I think he's going to probably use this as something that people can kind of forget about all his problems outside of the cage. If he comes in here and he performs really well, it puts on a highlight real finish. I think that that's going to get all the fans back on his bandwagon a little bit, and they're going to kind of forget what's going on in his personal life. So for me, I think he's going to use that all as motivation. I think he's going to come in really ready to fight, you know, and, and sometimes when you do have some issues in your personal life and outside of, you know, what you're doing in work or whatnot, I think sometimes your, your focus actually, once you get into the cage or once you start your focus on what you need to focus on. It actually clears things up and it's kind of a stress reliever. So I'd really think this is a good spot right now with everything going on in Connor's life that he needs to get in the cage and he needs to fight. I mean, for himself mentally, for his fan base, for everything, you know, it's, it's just a win-win situation across the board. Yeah. Well, you know, Nick, you, you work for the UFC now. Um, how big of a return do you think this is for the promotion and how big of a pay-per-view do you think this is going to be against uh, Don Cerrone? Oh, it's huge. I mean, Conor McGregor is money. We all know that, you know, so anytime <laughs> anything mentioning yeah. Conor McGregor, any pay-per-view he's on, the promotion loves it. I mean, the fans yeah. love it. This is just a huge boost. So yeah, they're definitely excited. And I hope it's true. You know, Conor said that he wants to fight at least a couple times, right? You know, this upcoming year. Yeah. And if he's starting this early in January, I mean, I think that's realistically possible. So if we get to see Conor McGregor in the cage 
at least two or three times this year, that'd be amazing. And of course, again, for the UFC, that's money, you know, for the fans, that's, it's going to draw so much attention to the sport and that's good for all of us across the board. I mean, for the media out there, you know, yeah. this is good. Conor McGregor is great for the sport. You love him, hate him, whatever you say, but in our business, it's about money as well. You know, I mean, websites need to make money to survive out there. The media, everybody across the board, you know, I mean, everybody seems to be underpaid and everybody works, you know, puts in overtime and works their butts off in this industry. Well, fighters like Conor McGregor make it a little bit easier to earn across the board. So I love it. I mean, I wish this guy could fight every other month, to be honest with you. And, and most of us would agree with that, you know, again, love him or hate him. I mean, the guy delivers. He he has that kind of persona that people love to follow, and he usually steps up and delivers. So I love the guy, man. Man, well said. Honestly, Nick, really well said. I agree 100% with everything you just said. Uh, you're right. We all rely on the clicks, the, the almighty click. We need people to look at the website, to check out the advertisements, and Connor brings eyeballs, so it's huge. Now, my next question would be, why do you think the UFC selected Cerrone as the opponent? They obviously had other options for Connor. Uh, Justin Gaethje's been calling for his head for a while. And Frankie Edgar is another potential opponent, but they chose to all Cowboy Cerrone. Do you think the UFC looks at it as a very winnable fight for Cowboy, just stylistic, or excuse me, for Connor stylistically, and that's why they chose him? Um, do you think that they're giving kind of Cerrone uh, this one last big payday maybe before he heads off into the sunset? Why do you think they chose Donald Cerrone as the opponent? I mean, honestly, it's hard for us to really speculate, you know, because it could be just Conor McGregor actually picking the opponent saying, okay, they gave him a list of opponents, of course, and, you know, he picked Cerrone. So I don't know. I mean, I think obviously this is probably a more winnable fight. I would love to see the Gaethje fight as well, but I do think that's a little bit more dangerous. So for the UFC, I, you know, like I said, I don't think they're going to probably try to steer this like you know, let's give Connor a win. I think from a promotional standpoint, that is smart. I mean, they, they kind of want to get this guy a win right now. I mean, from a business perspective, you don't want to see Connor McGregor continue to lose. That's not good for anybody. So I do think that there is part of that there, but I don't think it's a UFC kind of making that call more than anything else. I think it's Connor McGregor actually picking his spot. Yeah, absolutely. If anyone wants to throw a question or a comment in the, in the chat room right now, do it before me and Nick get out of here. Feel free to send a question right now. We'll try to answer it before the end of the show. Um, my next question, Nick, you obviously don't have, you know, you're not insight into like what the matchmakers are thinking, but do you think that Connor is trying to get that title shot against Habib, or do you think maybe he's looking for possibly a money fight at 170 against a guy like Masvidal? Like, what do you what do you think about that? I think there probably is less pressure for him going after that title shot with Khabib at this point. I, I think Masvidal is a tough fight; it's a dangerous fight for him as well. I would love to see that fight, by the way. But I think yeah, for yeah. him, there's a lot more redemption. There's a lot more. Um, for him to chase after that title and kind of get that loss back if he can. I know it's going to be an uphill battle, but most of us know that he knows that everybody knows that. So realistically, none of us really expect him to, we you know, to win that fight against Khabib. So he's going to come in as an underdog and he's kind of almost got less to lose in that perspective. So I think for him, chasing Khabib and chasing that rematch for a title is a little bit safer in a way, even if he loses. I mean, like I said, he's kind of expected to lose again with Masvidal. He'll be expected to kind of get that W. And I think there's more pressure because if he loses to another striker, man, that's not really a good spot for him at all. So I think the safer fight, believe it or not, even if it's a loss is kind of Khabib for him. If that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, I agree. hundred uh, percent. Another guy that's kind of been calling for him is, is Nick Diaz and also Nate, the trilogy fight with Nate. Do you think those are potential fights in the future for, for Connor as well? I think Nate is a no-brainer, honestly. Or if he can fight Nate and Nick, that'd be great as well. So I think either way, I mean, there's just huge money fights. But I would be shocked if the UFC doesn't run, uh, you know, Nate, Connor 3. I mean, it would be 
honestly a disappointment in a lot of people's minds, right? If they don't ever run that back. So I think yeah. that that's a fight that they can always do at any time. Uh, of course, these guys got to stay a little bit relevant, you know, but I think that's, that's something in their back pocket that they eventually probably will do, but you never know. I mean, but I, I would love to see Nick get in there again as well. Uh, me too. I think all of us would. Uh, just a couple of comments here on uh, Twitter, Nick. Uh, one guy says, I bet the house on Cowboy. Another guy thinks that uh, they're sending out Connor to get his ass whipped by Corey. That's, I mean, who knows, right? Uh, another guy says that, you know, the odds have opened at McGregor minus 275. So very exciting stuff here, Nick. This is going to be a massive, massive pay-per-view. Just before uh, we get out of here, Nick, I just wanted to get your quick thoughts on the John Jones fight at UFC 247 versus Dominic Reyes. I'm not sure. Did you open an opening line for that one yet or no? I have not, but we will add that line here as well. Uh, Bet DSI will have it shortly, but that is an interesting spot. And I think that line actually opened a little bit more fair. If I'm not mistaken, it was around four to one. Um, and it's still hovering around 450 or so. And that's kind of weird because you expect Jones to, to open a little bit higher in, in most cases than he has. But I think that's a little bit more fair because realistically, this is the toughest spot that Jones yeah. has been in in a while. I think Reyes is legitly a threat to him. I think he has to take him real serious because especially on the feet, of course, I mean, this is probably going to be the toughest fight Jones has had. So I, I think he needs to probably get this fight to the ground as well. I mean, obviously, John Jones has success on his feet with everybody he's been in there with. So I'm not saying he's going to be a fish out of water, but I think this is probably the type of fight that I would try to grind Ryaz out if I was Jones, get him to the ground and maybe exploit him on the ground a little bit. Ryaz does have a ground game as well, so that won't be easy, but I think that's probably his path to victory. He's just kind of making this a, a gritty fight and you know, and, and taking this in deep waters kind of and making Ryaz um, suffer late as it will, because John Jones is, of course, we all know he's battle tested, but as far as laying the chalk in a betting line, I would not lay it here. There's no way. I think it's a dog or pass situation because I think, especially in the early rounds, Ryan's will probably, you know, at least have a little bit of success or be so dangerous that it's not worth laying the chalk. So it's dog or pass for me early on. Yeah. I'm kind of feeling the same way, Nick, you know, I, it's hardly betting against John Jones. The guy's obviously unbeaten for the most part. The one obviously Matt lost to Matt Hamill and then the, uh, the fight with Daniel Cormier, which was a no contest, but he still won the fight originally. It's hard to bet against him, Nick, but at the same time, I agree hundred percent. I think Reyes is super dangerous and we did see some holes in John Jones's game against Tiago Santos. That's a fight that personally, I thought he lost the decision. You know, a lot of us did. So this is an interesting fight. I don't think it's a blowout. I'm just looking at the lines right now, Nick, they're floating out there. It's about minus 450 for John Jones right now. That's a little high in my opinion. I mean, it makes sense. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like I'm, I'm kind of on the same track as you, Nick. I think Reyes, you know, has a shot as a dog. And just before we get here, Nick, I want to get your quick thoughts on the UFC 248 main event uh, between Habib and Tony Ferguson. That was also announced by ESPN's Brad Okamoto the other day. Uh, any thoughts on that fight and the opening odds for that one, which I think have uh, be they opened them at like minus 300. Any thoughts on that fight, Nick? That's another awesome fight. I mean, we've been waiting for this for a long time. And again, I think that's a fair line around two and a half to one, you know, for Habib is, is probably about accurate because I mean, Tony Ferguson is definitely a threat for anybody. I mean, he deserves to get in this spot. I mean, the guy just keeps on impressing. I, you know, I doubt Ferguson along the way, honestly, I have to say that, you know, because I, I do see what he has and, and all the skill. I mean, the guy's a tremendous offensive fighter, but defensively, sometimes he bothers me because he is hittable at times. We've seen him get, you know, put on his back a little bit as, as well, but man, the guy's so dangerous. So he overcomes, he's tough as nails. I mean, he has no quit in him and he's probably the most dangerous guy Khabib's ever faced. So I think, again, that's a fair spot. That's a respectable line as well, because you're seeing, I mean, uh, Khabib is not going to be less than three to one against most people, obviously these days. So uh, Tony Ferguson is a legit threat. He presents a lot of problems here. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to this fight. I mean, it, it, you got to lean Khabib, of course, because I mean, he's, it's just hard to not at this point. I mean, he showed us how dominant he is against everybody. So I'd be surprised if Tony does stop him, but it's definitely a possibility in this spot. 
Yeah, I, I think Tony Ferguson's got a good chance here, Nick. He's such a just a tremendous talent, and Habib's amazing. Don't get me wrong; he's like John Jones, just just a tremendous talent. Very hard to beat. It's hard to bet against, but Tony Ferguson's looking incredible. Um, just before we get here, Nick, any last thoughts on the Conor McGregor's Ronnie fight? Anything you haven't mentioned already in the show? You obviously gave a lot of great insight, but anything else you want to mention before we get out of here? Um, no, I'm not, like I said, I think we pretty much covered it all. I, I'm glad to see Conor McGregor come back. And I, like I said, I'm glad he's coming back this early because I think we get to see more of him uh, throughout the year, which will be great. And I think this is going to be a fan-friendly fight. I mean, these guys are going to both show up, you know, and you know what you're going to get out of him. Cerrone always comes to fight. He's going to come hungry. He's going to come want to win this fight. Um, and he's going to come smart. You know, he's going to come in with a good game plan. So it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. But I do think, uh, like I said, for me personally, I think this is a good matchup for Connor to come back to. So I like it, and I can't wait for UFC 246. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, are you going to be there live for that one, Nick? I'm not sure. Uh, possibly. Possibly. I might try to go live. Cool. Uh, just plug your stuff, Nick. Uh, where can people find you on Twitter? And maybe talk about your new gig with the UFC as well. Okay, awesome. Yeah, definitely. Always check out MMAOddsBreaker.com. That's our website. Um, you can find me personally at Fight Odds on Twitter. Um, I do have an Instagram profile. I haven't really got that locked yet but i will soon and you could also check me out on ufc on the line on ufc fight pass uh the ufc gambling show that uh just recently you know a few months back started or whatnot i recently joined that cast as well so we'll be doing a preview show for ufc 245 coming up that's going to be huge so make sure you tune in and if you guys have not subscribed to fight pass make sure it's it's worth it just for the show i mean for all of us out there in mma betting community i know a lot of people are saying that hey everything's on espn plus now or whatnot you know what fight pass is still an amazing deal with all the fights and, and everything that you get on fight pass for the cheap price you got to sign up and get it like i said just for the show ufc on the line support us check us out um, you know, always interact with us as well. You could use the hashtag UFC on the line on Twitter as well. So just check that out. And a lot of good things. I mean, the future is bright, definitely. And I'm glad the, the betting and the gambling and everything, the aspect of the sport is finally getting some recognition because I think it's such a big part of it all, really. I mean, you know, with the MMA community, they love getting behind and, you know, betting fights and watching fights. It's just such a big part of it. Like it is for NFL. I think it fits in so well with MMA as well. So um, good things to come. And uh, just keep on tuning in to MMAOddsBreaker.com. Adam, you're doing an awesome job with MMAOB Daily. So make sure you guys tune in every day, Monday through Friday. Adam has a show. And then we also do some specials like this once in a while as well. So Adam's doing a great job. Uh, continue Thanks. to keep up the great work. Oh, I really appreciate that, Nick. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah, and you guys can check me on Twitter at MMAOddsBreaker.com at right at the bottom of the screen. And, and fight odds for Nick right there. I'm also available at BJPan.com and MMARigs.net. And this podcast, we're everywhere now. iTunes, Google Podcasts, YouTube. SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor, bunch of places to listen to it. No excuse not to. Nick, you're doing a great job with uh, Johnny and Brendan over there on Fight Pass. So great. Congrats on the on the gig, Nick. I, I don't think I've said that to you publicly. So congratulations on that. Um, guys, check me out tomorrow. I'll be back for the Friday edition of the show. Nick, thanks for joining me on this uh, breaking news special edition of the podcast. Guys, have a great day. We're all excited for Conor McGregor and Donald Cerrone. UFC 246, January 18th in Las Vegas. Can't wait for that one. Guys, have a great day. See you later. Bye.